0: Hi, this is Bo Pilgrim with Bo Nose Insurance. Welcome to my podcast where insurance is made simple. We're gonna give you the knowledge that you need to make sure that your insurance is doing its most important job, protecting your assets. Let's dive in. Hi, Bo Pilgrim here with Bo Nose Insurance Reed Insurance. Today I'm gonna to talk to you about how to determine how much insurance you need on your home. Now, your home is one of the largest purchases you're ever going to buy. This is the thing that uh, is going to be your largest investment most probably is going to be your home. This is the place that you want to make sure that you get the insurance right because if you make a mistake here, you could end up in a really bad position where either you've not protected that investment very well or you may end up homeless. You may end up where you owe your mortgage company and you don't have a way to pay them because your home has been destroyed and you don't have insurance adequately done. Well, I'm going to break that down for you talk about the two different types of coverages that are really important in there and make sure that you've made a really informed decision about picking those coverages. So let's start talking about that now. So you bought a home or you have a home or you are maybe even looking at buying a home for the first time, and so you've got these decisions that you gotta make, but you may not even be aware of it. You know, you may be just talking to your realtor and to your mortgage company, and all they're talking about is how much it's gonna cost to buy this home, and so you know that's got something to do with your home insurance, but you may not even heard of homeowner insurance or also know all the different components to that policy. Hey, that's not your fault. I mean, it's just you haven't been in this position yet, and you, so you're not aware. Well, we're going to make sure that you understand so that way that you're not found in a bind later or you're buying something, and you've got no idea what you're buying, but you just know your realtor, your mortgage company said you've got to buy it. So, well, if y'all want this home, i got to buy this, right? Well, you need to know because, like I said, this is the largest investment probably of your life so far. You want to make sure you get this right. I mean, you're talking about a lot of money here and you you deserve to understand what you're buying. You deserve to feel good about what you're buying and to not have some gray area about, you know, what you're actually buying here, right? So let's talk about this. So there's there's a couple of different things that are really important. There's this property part of it, and then there's also a liability part of this. Liability is to protect you and to protect your assets. You know, it's to, it's there so that if something happens, like someone gets hurt there at your premises or something like that, you're out somewhere and someone says, hey, you know, I'm going to sue you because you did this to me. You know, that's the liability part. It's for third parties, third part, Third party. Damages, whether it's to a person or to property. That's where liability comes into play. That is going to protect you and protect your assets. Um, The second part of it is going to be the property part. The property part is for like the building, stuff you own, you know, buildings you have on on the property or structures you have on the property. That's the property part. So there's two different parts. There's a liability over here and then there's a property over here. There's the two different pieces and they work together as a bundle to make a homeowner policy, which is a type of package policy. One of the things you want to make sure is obviously you want to make sure that you've got enough to protect your mortgage, you know, to take care of your mortgage. If something happens to your home, it burns down or, or it is damaged completely by a storm of some sort. Hey, you've got a mortgage that you're obligated to and you've got to pay that regardless of whether you got a house or not, whether it's just a slab now because it's been burnt to the ground or not. You still have to pay that. You've made an agreement to them to pay that. Well, you need to make sure you got enough insurance to take care of that, right? Well, that's one of the reasons. Another reason is you need to make sure that you're able to rebuild that home. Inflation has really affected the cost of lumber and building materials, and then also you know labor itself in the last couple of years. Um, you know what? You know, once upon a time you used to build a house for a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars a square foot. Those days are gone. You know, really, it's going to be one hundred fifty to two hundred fifty dollars per square foot. You know, let me say that again, that's 150 to $250 per square foot is what it's gonna to cost to rebuild your home. You know, an example would be, you have a 2,000 square foot house. You know, once upon a time, you might could have built that for a couple hundred thousand. You can't do that anymore. It's gonna be easily 300, 400, or even $500,000 to rebuild that home. You need to make sure that you're insured adequately. You know, what happens if you don't? Well, inside of every insurance policy, there's a thing called a co-insurance clause. Now, I'm not going to get too down into the, to the weeds on it, but what that basically means is this. If you don't carry how much insurance you are supposed to, they're not going to pay you for your claim like you would like them to. Let me say that again. If you don't cover your home and have enough insurance like you're supposed to, meaning you don't insure it for its replacement cost, what it costs to rebuild it, then the insurance company is not obligated to pay you your full claim like you would like them to. They're gonna do it based off of a percentage. If you have 50% of the insurance that you're supposed to, they're gonna pay you 50% of the insurance claim. I know that doesn't feel very good, but you know they're just going to fulfill the obligation that you have bought for. Let me say that one more time. They're only going to fulfill the obligation that you've given them enough money for. If you bought half the insurance you need, they're only going to pay you half the claim. Now, that's not going to feel very good on claim day. So make sure that you get enough insurance to make sure that your home is going to be repaired and replaced. Most claims are going to be a partial loss, but still, that coinsurance penalty that I was talking about, that clause it's Going to affect you on those claims. So, if you have a $50,000 um, storm damage to your house and you only have 75% of the claim, they're only going to pay you 75% of the claim. So, you only have 75% of the insurance, only going to pay you 75% of the claim. Another thing is going to be your, you want to be able to make sure that you replace your stuff, right? Uh, well, you got, you know, you got lawnmowers, you got furniture, you got TVs, you got all kinds of different things in your house you got clothes you know stuff accumulates over years right and you may have you know 50 hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff if not more well you need to be able to replace that stuff if something happens you know you've got all this stuff that you use that you want and you like right well you you paid for it you paid money for that well you need to make sure you've got enough insurance to replace that that's your contents insurance May also have outbuildings like a shed or something like that. May have a she shed on your property or something like that. And uh, fences and other things like that. Well, you want to make sure that those are covered. Uh, another thing is going to be living expense. You know, that's also underneath the property coverages. You know, you may not have ever heard of this, but living expense or additional living expense, that is coverage for you so that if your home cannot be lived in because of a covered claim, they will pay you money so you can li- go stay with somebody else and not stay with your mother-in-law. You know, you may say, "Well, I, I love my mother-in-law. I don't mind going stay with." It. Hey, I love mine too. But the reality is, who wants to go stay with them for three months? You know, if you have a substantial claim to your house that's going to make it where you can't live there, it's going to be months before you're able to get back in your home. Now, you think about that. You just stop for just one minute and think: Do I really want to live with my relatives for three months? <laughs> I don't. I love mine, but I don't you know so underneath your policy is an additional living expense that you can that you can have on your policy it comes standard with a homeowner policy but just make sure that it's enough to take care of that for you now let's talk about liability coverage now that's the other piece remember I thought your property damage was over here liability coverage is over here so liability coverage is is there to protect you if someone brings some sort of a lawsuit against you they say you did this to me you hurt me or you did damage to my stuff then They can file it underneath this policy and it will protect you. It will take care of settling your claim. What else will it do? It will provide you with legal defense. Look, if they sued you, they're going to bring you to court and they're going to have an attorney. Attorneys are really good at arguing. They are really good at determining, coming up with some sort of argument against you to say you did indeed do this thing. You know who's not very good at arguing? typically us, you know, most of us, just people in general, um, we may think that we are, but we're not licensed to do that. We're not, you know, trained to do that. We don't do that for a living every day. Attorneys do that for a living every day. So they are going to be much better at it than you are. Well, you need legal defense. Well, your policy underneath your liability insurance will provide that legal defense and represent you in the court of law to make sure that your best interest is taken care of. And then if you happen to be found at fault, they'll pay the claim for you. That protects your assets, protects you from the attorney, protects you you know whenever you're going to be in. uh, They're going to have the upper hand against you. This helps protect you for that. So there's two different important parts of the policy. Make sure that you have educated yourself and that you are making good, informed decisions. You know, hey, here at Reed Insurance, we have four promises. If your agent is not fulfilling these four promises for you, it is time for you to find a new independent insurance agent. Those four promises are we're going to make sure that your policy is doing its number one job. Its number one job is to protect your assets. The number two job of your agent is, hey, make sure that you understand what you're buying and that you feel good about it. You spend way too much money on insurance to be not feeling good about it. Third thing is that your agent should be making sure that your policy fits into your budget and it is adjusting to your lifestyle as you as you you know move down the uh, move down the line in your family. You know as your family grows or it shrinks or whatever, or you accumulate more assets or you grow more in income, they need to make sure that your policy is responding for you uh, for that. Um, The last thing is that we as an independent insurance agent, we represent a lot of companies. So we're gonna make sure that we're gonna find the right company that's gonna fit you personally and make sure that it fits all the different things that you need inside of your insurance policy. Thanks for listening in. I hope this episode has helped you make better decisions about your insurance. If your insurance agent is not having these sort of good conversations with you, then maybe it's time for you to find a new independent insurance agent.